Hi, I'm Jessica Rednicki with Reynolds & Reynolds. Welcome back to Connected. On today's episode, we'll get into methods of communication and dive into some of the best email, texting, and calling strategies for reaching customers. Here to discuss these topics with me is Reynolds Consulting Manager Matthew Clark. Let's get connected. Matt, thanks so much for hopping on. Thanks for being here today. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, as you know, many states are beginning to lift stay-at-home orders and uh, reopen businesses, but there still seems to be a lot of uncertainty around whether it's okay for people to go out or not. Um, so for dealerships, it will most likely be a slow start to seeing showroom floors start to fill up again. Based off of that and in your experience, what's the best way for dealerships to be reaching out and communicating with customers right now? So obviously there's a number of ways you can do it, right? We can call them, we can send them emails, we can send them texts if they're opt-in through the system. Um, probably the best is gonna be phone calls, but again, it's kind of slow. So one of the means at our disposals is, you know, sending them an email, doing a blast email. Uh, a pandemic like this is a good example to send an email to your entire database, letting them know, you know, how your business has changed, what your hours are, different ways of doing business. So, you know, probably lean towards phone call and email at this point. Okay. And so I know a lot of um, marketers, a lot of businesses are um, typically they tend to go more towards text messaging because emails a lot of times end up in junk mail boxes or end up in spam. So what are some of the reasons an email might end up in a, a junk or a spam box? Well, that's a good question. And, and we're seeing more and more of that nowadays than we have. You know, historically, uh, dealerships began using email in about the mid 90s. And for a long time, uh, it, was, it was a matter of that was something that we could do anytime we wanted, any message we want, any group of customers. Uh, over time, the email service providers have kind of gotten wise to us and to email marketers, and they made it more difficult based on content, based on subject lines, um, based on, on what you were sending. So we've gotten a lot better at, at crafting the message that we want to send. However, um, again, more recently, probably since about 2013, 14, 15, um, it's become a, a function of customer behavior. So if you do tend to send a lot of emails and those emails go unread, um, in some cases unread and then deleted, again, nobody, nobody hates you, nobody's mad at you, they just didn't read it and they deleted it. The email service providers begin to take note. And what begins to happen organically is that emails that you send begin to go to the spam folder. So email's not as effective as it once was. You mentioned text, text is very effective but they need to be opted in. Most dealerships don't have the vast majority of their database opted in. And there's only so much that you can put into a text, right? So again, you could send an email. You need to be careful, you know, how often you do that and what customers are doing with your email. Wonderful, wonderful advice. Um, now you mentioned a little bit about how um, there's some sort of algorithm that if you are being marked as spam or junk, you will end up straight in a spam or junk mail box. Can you talk a little bit about how that works? Yeah, and again, people use the word algorithm a little um, sort of sort of glibishly, if you will. Um, it, it's really a function of customer behavior. If you think, and again, I'll use Gmail as an example. Years ago, Gmail divided their inboxes into the inbox, um, promotions, social media, updates, forums. And please keep in mind, spam, the spam folder is part of your inbox. Um, I also want to make sure that we're clear that some dealerships think that because their emails go to spam that they're blacklisted. They're not. Blacklisted simply means that no email is going to get delivered, period. The email service provider has reason to believe um, that you are 
um, malicious and they will just not deliver it. When it goes to spam, it's still getting delivered to an inbox. And now what's causing that more than anything else, more than our message, more than our subject line, more than our content is that people aren't reading the emails, right? We, we send them superficially. We send anniversary emails. We send happy birthday emails. Both of those probably should be phone calls. They'd be more effective if they were phone calls. But again, I think we've begun to rely on emails as just sort of the, the, uh, the method of contact du jour. And now it's kind of coming back to bite us. So what can cause our emails to go to spam would be the fact that customers don't open our emails. Okay. Now you mentioned phone calls, um, opting into text messaging, and then obviously email are all sources where you can reach your customer. So when is it appropriate or when is it okay to, to email or to call or when is it a better time to text? So the very best time to email is if you have a customer who has, first of all, maybe reached out to you via email. Uh, and second, any customer that's opening your emails, anybody that's opening your emails, that's who you want to reach out to via email because they're getting them. You probably at some point in the email communication want to ask, would you like to be opted in for text and do that? Because again, if you think about the number of emails that sit in people's inboxes unread versus the number of texts that go unread, text is probably a better way. But again, text is more personal. Text is a much shorter message. Um, some other things to not forget about here are things like letters, right? We, we kind of got away from letters because I think a lot of dealers felt like there's not much ROI, there's a lot of work involved. But, but keep in mind, if you've just taken delivery of a $30,000, dollars $50,000, $100,000 car, how nice would it be to get a letter on nice stationery and an envelope with a handwritten address on the front? And granted, the customer may only precursory read it and then throw it away, but at least the message got to them. Uh, again, phone calls is the best. If I'm going to reach out to somebody via anniversary or birthday, uh, I'm probably going to use the phone. So if someone's res responding to my emails, if they're opening my emails, I'm going to continue sending emails. But what I'm going to be on the lookout for is as I begin those processes of sending emails, I just need to be cognizant of who's opening and who's not. And if they haven't opened two or three, I probably need to stop and, and find some other method, phone, text. Sure. So a lot of customers like myself, um, I'm a millennial, so I prefer text messages um, as my preferred method of communication, whether it be at a dealership or just in any business. Um, can you touch on a little bit on, on texting and when that might be the best method of communication and what, what sort of examples or in what instances might you text? So that's a, that's a great example. And the answer is it's really based on the customer. So early on in the process, whether they've called in, clicked in, or come into our showroom, I really want to find out how would you prefer that we communicate? Would you prefer phone calls? Would you prefer emails? Would you prefer text? If they say, oh, it's great, please text me. Right then and there is when I'm going to go ahead and opt them into my CRM. And the reason I want to do that is so that I can track the text conversation. But I want to make it, I want to make it what the customer wants. So if they said text, we're going to do text right there. If they said email, I'm probably also inclined to go ahead and send an email at that point as well, just while they're in the showroom to verify that they got it, that if it by chance went to a spam folder, they can mark it, not spam, and they'll receive them in the future. And then, of course, phone calls and letters. Sure. So then this is also a great way to make sure that their CRM is up to date, right? Correct. 100%. 100%. Awesome. So what um, is, yeah, go ahead. These different, different, different versions to, to market. As an example, if you're a Reynolds customer, um, we have the Naked Line marketing company that works with us. It's part of Reynolds. Um, you might hire them to do uh, marketing, you know, blast emails and such. You'll be able to see all of that as part of your DMS. You get your updates. It's all visible in your CRM. But again, it's a different domain. So you might have a better chance of getting an email like that landed. So lots of opportunities for, for people to use. 
um, not just every Friday. Absolutely. Um, Matt, do you have any final tips or best practices you'd want to share for communicating with dealership customers, you know, especially coming out of COVID-19? You bet. You bet. So first, so keep in mind that a lot of the way we do business has probably changed. It's probably spurred on a lot more remote business. So again, I'm going to want to find out early in the process how the customer wants to be communicated. I'm going to send that when I leave a voicemail message. You know, as a millennial, you may not even have a voicemail set up on your phone. Or, or you might, but a lot of people don't necessarily listen to voicemail if it's a drab, boring message. So number one, leave a compelling voicemail. Let the customer know there's different ways that we can communicate. We can certainly use the phone. Certainly happy to text with you if you'll give me permission to do so, or I'll send you emails if that's what you'd prefer. By the way, if I don't hear back from you, I'll go ahead and follow up later today to make sure you got this information. Um, I'm going to verify early on that I get them opted in for text if that's what they prefer. I'm going to verify early on that my emails are going to their inbox in case they're not. And, and again, if I do tend to use the telephone, I want to make sure that I leave a compelling message with all the information they need, not something boring and drab that they're hearing from everybody else. Right. Wonderful advice. Well, Matt, it was such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you again for coming on and sharing your experience and your expertise with us. Is there anything else that you want to add? We're, we're hoping everybody does well. We're looking for everybody to open up as safely and as quickly as they possibly can. And Reynolds is going to be here to help our, our dealer partners as much as we possibly can. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. Have a great day. As always, you can watch past and future podcast episodes on YouTube by searching for The Connected Podcast. Hit the subscribe button to get notified every Wednesday when new episodes are released or sign up for email updates at rayray.com slash connected. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next Wednesday.